trained extensively. And it shopped for men. Since you are so... White also told agents that Headley... These are FBI agents. Headley had bragged of working as a patient. And gets a timeout. The referee Scott... For doing what he did to Cleveland. a little bit too much. Greetings from the Two True Freaks Bunker, 15 stories below the Great American Northwest. I bid you welcome to the Freak Files, an eclectic brew of twisted topics and raving rants. From east to west and across the world on the internets, it's the Freak Files, C to C, with your hosts, Two True Freaks. Hello and welcome to our sealed bunker, 14 miles under the ground, in a, in a yet undisclosed location in the middle of the desert, it's the Two True Freaks, Freak Files. And uh, I'm Chris Honeywell, I'm here... Um, I've got my guest tonight, Scott Gardner, and I've learned Uh-oh. some shocking news, Mr. Gardner. Did you know, back in the day, when when um, when we landed on the moon, oh, well, that was God. all horseshit, man. It was filmed by Stanley Kubrick. I saw a movie on it on YouTube, which is mm-hmm. the internets, which means it's real. So, you know... All these years, man, the government has been hanging that lie in our face, man. We've been watching all these movies of a lie. Does that piss you off? Man? What pisses me off more is that people actually believe that shit, <laughs> that we did not ever go to the moon. Oh, my God. You talk about something that will work me into a frothing, maniacal fit. It's It's talking to... Yes, yes, Well, that's it why is. we're here tonight. The listeners have been demanding it, and here we go. We're going to give them a twofer, because not only have they been saying, hey, when the hell are you guys ever going to do another Freak Files? We really like that whole alien thing that you did. Not only have we been hearing a lot of that, we constantly get feedback saying, when is Scott going to be a ranting, raving fucking lunatic again? So that that's more than likely going to happen tonight too. So there you go. You're going to get a twofer tonight. So yeah, because you know, I mean, I remember back when the rumor first started making its. You know, there might have been like a even a Sun Classic picture about it. It's you know, wasn't there one like something like the Apollo Deception or something like that? 
No, there there have been a million of those, and they've all got names like that. You know, the the moon hoax, the the lunar deception, you know, and all these stupid ass names. You know, the the subject kind of comes up because you know, not only were you and I talking about it, you know, during one of the breaks to the last show that we recorded, but also not terribly long ago um, when I was still going to school, um, you know, during my unemployed phase, uh, I had to write a paper for one of my English classes. And I can't remember what the hell it was. Oh, it was an argumentative essay. You had to take a stance. Imagine that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You had to take a stance on something that you were really passionate about. And uh, I remember getting really frustrated in this class because, not to put too fine a point on it, some of the classmates I had were like fucking stupid, right? Really dumb people. And I remember the teacher going around the room and being like, asking everybody, you know, so what is your essay going to be on? And there was this one dude, seriously, this was his answer. Uh, Mine's going to be on legalizing marijuana. And she's like, "Uh, okay, which position are you taking? He's like, Oh, I think they ought to legalize marijuana. And she was like, okay, why? He's like, I like to get high. (laughs) And that was his argument. I was like, that ought to tell that to your congressman. That should be a brilliant paper when it's finished. (laughs) So by the time she gets to me, I'm like really. Uh, Can I say something? Uh He's got a point, but it's not enough to base a paper on. So by the time it gets to me, which, you know, I'm still, even at my age, I'm the classic sit all the way at the fucking back of the class guy, right? So I'm in the back of the class with the other cut up that, you know, I made friends with in the class. And we we pretty much just fucked off the entire quarter. Are you guys making like snorting noises into your desk? No, we were just holding our own personal conversation and ridiculing all the other stupid students, basically. Mm. You know, same shit as you and I did in high school. Excellent, yeah. So, so it gets to me, and by the time it gets to me, I'm really fucking frustrated because I'm tired of listening to the, just these idiots with their stupid th- ideas that they're going to write about, right? So it gets to me, and I get the floor, and I can't hold my tongue. I'm sorry, but sometimes I just cannot hold my tongue. And after listening to so many just completely insipid ideas, I just kind of went off a little bit. And I said, you know, isn't there something that just, like, pisses you people off? Like something that really works you up and that you get really hot and bothered. Like some subject that comes on the news that every time you hear it, it just really just riles the shit out of you. And the teacher was like, yes, yes, that that's it. That's exactly what I'm talking about. She's like, yeah, that, that's what I want. She's like, so what is it with you? What What really gets you? What really pisses you off? And so I just blurted out the first thing that came to my mind. And I said, you know what really pisses me off? These people that don't believe or that... Rather, these people that believe really buy into the the thing, you know, the the conspiracy theory that we never landed on the moon, and like half the class was like, dude, and then the other class was like, oh, okay, you know, and the teacher, you know, she and I got along really well. She was really a very cool teacher. I I, I actually stay in touch with her through uh, through Facebook. She's pretty cool, and she was like, I can't wait to read that, you know. So at first I was just going to do that, you know, because you didn't really have to like thoroughly research these things or anything. I mean, you really could just write shit off the top of your head if you wanted to. 
Which is sort of what we're doing for this show, yeah. but good thing you got that research in for the paper. Well, I mean, I'm not going to go digging in my notes or anything for it, but... Right. Um, you know, It's but, in your brain, I, more or well, less. Well, yeah, it was in my brain, but you know, <laughs> the more I started working on this, I got to realizing I know my argument. I know my side of it. However, this had to be an argumentative essay, so there had to be a certain amount of what's the other side of the story? You know, what is what are the people across the aisle? What are they saying? What what's their argument? And I found and now it's time for the rest of the story. <laughs> well, I found myself going, gee, you know, I'm actually kind of ignorant about that. I don't really know why these dumbasses think that we didn't go there. So I forced myself literally had to force myself <laughs> to start learning what their argument was. And I started watching all these documentaries like what you're talking about. And the primary ones that I found was from this guy. I can't even remember what this guy's name was, but I wouldn't want to plug this stupid bastard on the show anyway because he doesn't deserve it. But there was this guy that I'm not making this up. This guy went around and accosted our astronauts, our, our American heroes you know, guys that have been there, you know, from from Neil Armstrong to Gene Cernan, this guy went around and made a complete dickhead out of himself, literally accosting these these men. You know, many of these guys are quite elderly now. And one of the greatest pieces of video I've ever seen in my life is Buzz Aldrin knocking the shit out of this guy. Because <laughs> this guy got in Buzz Aldrin's face and wouldn't leave him the fuck alone. And Buzz kept, you know, he was very polite. And he just kept telling him, please step away from me. Please get back. Please don't touch me. You know, move back. And he finally, Buzz just lost his shit. And he decked this fucking guy. It was great. And Buzz Aldrin, I mean, Jesus, what is he, like 80-something years old? Knocked Doesn't the shit matter, out man. of this guy that's easily like half his age or younger. And it was awesome. But the, the guy's... You know, this whole video basically was made up of a bunch of bullshit arguments and more of his time was spent just yelling at these these guys saying, you're a liar, you're a liar. But he never really made his case for, well, all right, asshole, what what are they lying about then if you think they're lying? But he never really, to to my mind, made much of an argument, you know, not much of a sensical argument anyway. So it, it really fired me up about the whole thing. And, uh, you know, when you and I were talking about it just kind of off the cuff, I was like, man, this would make a really good Freak Files, I think. You know, and like I say, you know, well, the audience has been demanding it. So here we are. It's weird because, you know, I mean, I'm not one who I don't I, I I'm of the philosophy of all conspiracy theories. The way if you want to deal with them, the way to deal deal with them is embrace them, believe, like, embrace them to the point of where you're totally believing it so you understand that side of it and then start picking it apart and seeing how, how much of it you can pick apart and and to, if you can pick it apart. And, you know, this one gets picked apart fairly easy, but, you know, a lot of times people come up with conspiracy theories, you know, to explain something that's they can't explain you know there's something that there's a mystery a conspiracy theory fills that part of the brain that wants to have an answer for it 
But this is a weird one where that's not really the case. You know, it's it's something that there's no mystery about the the moon landing. It's something that you know wherever I don't know where it originally started from, but it's not like there was a mystery that you know you know like hey how did we all of a sudden get astronauts up on the moon right. you know um so it wasn't something like that people needed an explanation for like the kennedy assassination where people needed something you know they came up with all kinds of oh theories because pe- because nobody knows exactly what happened that you know was, so people that's another freak files. that was on <laughs> yeah that was up on yahoo the other night cuz there's some new book or some bullshit's coming out about the Kennedy assassination and I went in I I love when these stories come up on Yahoo because then they have the little thing where people can post their their little comments up there but more and more I find that I've I've really got to start putting the blinders on and not looking at that shit because all it does is irritate the fuck right out of me and that was another one it was there's a thing about the JFK assassination the other night and all this crazy, crazy, crazy shit being posted up there. So now, I finally just posted up a simple thing up there, which was, you know, all these people saying, you know, just these really fantastic things that they were posting up there. And I finally said, look, Kennedy, both Kennedys, but Jack and Bobby died for one reason. They were going to expose Ma- uh, Majestic 12. That's why they, they're dead. That It's as simple as that. They were going to out Majestic and that could not happen. And so they were killed. Period. And oh my God, did it open the fucking flood. So <laughs> I was sure like, oh, fuck this, I'm out, you know? So I basically well, I you dropped know, a bomb in the room and left, you know? Well, you know, but I mean, there's, I mean, there were, you know, they were also, they were also like standing up against the mob and stuff like that too. So there, yeah, I mean, yeah. So yeah, you were tossing a, <laughs> a bomb into the room. Which, uh, you know, if the listener listens really quiet, they might hear Scott toss a bomb into the room <laughs> in this very podcast. <laughs> now, nah, come on. It's it's because of that Popeye's red beans and rice. It I makes, had. It makes me very happy it. that this is a Skype, <laughs> Skype <laughs> podcast on this particular night. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, you know, I mean, but, you know, in that particular case, people, there's, you know... There's a mystery All right. element. I, There's yeah. a mystery, a mysterious element, whether you believe the story 100% or not. Everything, you know, all the gaps aren't filled in in the Kennedy assassination and probably never will be. So people, naturally, you want to fill in the gaps, but there's no gaps in the, the moon there story. Is, there actually, is, actually. Very... No, there is. And in their defense, and I cannot believe that I'm doing anything to defend these fucking people because they really do irritate the fuck right out of me no but i mean a but, good point a true point is a true point no matter who's stating right. it you know here here's my thing and i don't want to get off into left field i don't want to get into really weird territory where my belief system starts to be questioned or anything like that but i do to a point and i want to stress this to a degree i agree very strongly with oh my god now i'm gonna blank on the guy's name damn it He's on coast to coast like all the fucking time. He's the former NASA consultant guy that they get on there to oh. talk about UFOs all the time. Yes, I know God who you're talking about. damn it, I can't about. believe I just drew a blank on this guy's name. Anyway, somebody out there is going to know who I'm talking about. But anyway, this guy has a brilliant 
theory, which I happen to subscribe to, which is, yes, there are certain elements of the moon landings. And I want to pluralize that because that's the number one point of the the conspiracy theorist argument that completely Hoagland? breaks Hoagland. Yes, Richard Richard Hoagland. Hoagland. Thank you very much. That's his name. These people that don't believe we went to the moon, here's where their argument falls completely apart, where you don't have to bring anything else to the table whatsoever to refute them. They argue that Apollo 11 never happened. You know what? For the sake of argument and being a gentleman, okay, I'm going to buy into that bullshit. Apollo 11 never happened. We never landed on the moon. We'll give them that. Yep. Apollo 11, okay? <laughs> Explain to me Apollo 12, Apollo 14, Apollo 15, and Apollo 16. You can't, you cannot fucking refute those missions. We went to the moon on those missions. And Apollo 13, we sent the men there. Basically, Apollo 13 was a rerun of Apollo 8, where we sent three men, they went to the moon, they circumnavigated the moon, and they came home. They never landed because they actually couldn't in that particular mission. What would be the fucking point? It cost billions of dollars to do that and it put the national spotlight back on the Apollo program after the world at large had completely lost interest in us going to the moon. Why would you do that if the whole damn thing was made up, if it was all a hoax, why would you put the world spotlight back on your hoax? Why would you do it? There's no sense in that argument whatsoever and, and you can't convince me otherwise. Um, Anyway, Hoagland. Hoagland maintains that part of the reason that there is some fiddle fuckery with NASA footage, NASA pictures, uh, some information, some disinformation, astronaut stories and testimonies, um, things of that nature, why there are discrepancies and holes and funny looking whatchamacallits in the pictures and such is because just possibly there really was something on the moon that the government, whoever, whatever body wanted, sort of, a, you mean like a 2001 NASA, sort of situation? I'm not going to go that far. I'm just going to say there was something there, whether it was already there, whether we put it there, whether we fucking took it with us and set it up. Well, have you ever done? You ever done any research? I've done a little bit of research into the people who um, talk about stuff. Well, there was actually there was a video a little while ago making the rounds on YouTube of the astronauts finding structures. Yeah, see, I didn't want to get and into walking yeah, into structures. See, I really don't want to get into well, that. I'll say I'll, for, I, I can, for, for I me, can I put mean. that to an end right now. I'll put that to an end right now. I watched it and as soon as I saw it, it was obviously computer generated right. at some level. There was one camera move in it that was a complete digital camera move. It was a post. It was not a move of a real camera. It was somebody, you know. I have a very good eye for spotting I remember taking this test once <coughs> where they had real pictures and computer-generated pictures that were super high quality, and they were all very simple things, and I scored 100 on it, and nobody had scored 100 at the, uh, up to that point. I'm sure people had after that, but I just, I can't, there's, 
something I have a good visual eye for that and within like 10 seconds into this video I was like oh computer generated and I gotta say right now with like programs like After Effects and Photoshop there's a guy if you go on YouTube his name's the faking hoaxster and he does it right, right you know right. he's he t says right above I'm this is how I did it you know and he makes he made a fake um, Russian American code trip to to um, Mars sequence you know of them flying over Mars and filming down on it that's very realistic and you know he put it up saying it was a fake and under the comments there and people are picking up on it and and going this is so obviously real blah 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 and even when he was like no I made this it's fake it says it's fake in the description then they then they'll start pulling shit like well you're just saying that to cover your ass or you're just a government right. you know you can't once people grab onto it, you can't dissuade them against it, and you can't trust anything visual nowadays. Uh, I mean, there's a million fake UFO videos, and right. <coughs> but there's people who, you know, um, and again, you know, this is an off-the-cuff show. We just decided to record it because we were talking about it. So I don't can't remember the guy's name. He's dead, but he was um. His thing was he was a ex-government contractor, and he would talk about the tunnels that they've dug underneath the Earth. But he would also talk about how there's just massive bases on the moon that aren't ours, that have been there for Lear? a long time. Is that Roger Lear? It's not Lear, but Lear does talk about that yeah. too. And 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 there's a bunch of guys who have taken. Um, high definition NASA photographs and like blown up and said, "Here's a structure on a moon. On the moon, here's you know they have all, you know, we have thousands. I've been to their websites where it's like thousands and thousands of archived pictures of structures on the moon. You remember when? And you know you look at them and it's just like, oh, you know, yeah. and they're like, see, it's obvious, and it's like, no, no, it's actually not obvious. I could see your argument for it, but at the same point, it's not enough to make anybody go like, ah, you know, it, it is enough, obviously, to make some people do that. But yeah, there's, I mean, there's people who have a whole belief system of, you know, that the greys have had bases on the moon. For, I mean, and these same people also, uh, uh, a th common thread is that the Aryans not necessarily the Nazis, but the the true Aryan people have had a base up on the moon, and for a while the Nazis were using it during World War Two. Is it runs through several of these people's you know belief system on this? Fascinating, but God, it would be awesome, awesomely interesting and intriguing if it was true. But you know, maybe that maybe they found Nazis up on the moon. Do you remember when we were kids yeah. and Randy would start telling some really good story, you know? Hey, the other day, you know, I went out and I did this and you're getting into it because he was a damn good storyteller, you yeah, know? Yeah, and he would just start talking about yeah. as if, yeah. And you'd really be getting into it and you'd be following, uh-huh, 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 right, right, uh-huh, uh-huh. And then Bigfoot came over and you're like, oh, you motherfucker, you, fucker. you know? yeah. That's how I feel about Hoagland and Lear. 
because a lot of them are like get that. me to a certain point and then they'll jump that shark in the conversation it'll be <laughs> yeah. like and then there's the spirit collector or the soul collector that's on the moon and, oh, and yes. like, oh, how can oh. i forget about the soul collector that's that's yeah. right that's another one of lear's things yes lear, lear i'm telling you dude lear hits the nail on the head with the with the disclosure thing that he does i don't know if you've ever listened i think we played that once didn't we or did we not I don't think I, I don't think, think we, we did. talked I've about seen... it in the freak files that we did before. I I'm I have watched a lot of and we're going to put it in this show because I want people to hear that because I'm telling you the dude has like 99.9% of that nailed perfectly. But then he comes out in later appearances and he starts talking about the fucking soul collector and you're like, dude, you know, and it and it's that moment. It's that well, here's, that big foot in the conversation moment. You know, where you just here's go, how I feel no. about that. And David Icke, does, David Icke, does, the the I was introduced to the the theories of David Icke, probably through Art Bell. I can't remember what it was. I was no, I was reading it like reading prose of David Icke, and he was basically talking about <clears throat> how all of our presidents are descended and not in like the like six degrees of separation but like directly direct descendants genetically of european royalty mm-hmm. which is a conspiracy theory but it's a conspiracy theory that can be backed up by family trees mm-hmm. and he he you know he 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 very meticulously it was hard reading because it was you know footnote after footnote but he meticulously family treed, you know, every U.S. president and showed his work. And you could go it. And I was like, wow, that's fascinating. He pretty much proved it very factually and very meticulously using scientific criteria. And when, you know, and, and so... That and that was making me go, wow, this guy's really on his shit. And I like people who do their homework and sh- and then show their work. You know, they'll have their conclusion and they'll say, this is where I got it from. And then you could go check it from there. And so then you keep following David Icke, and pretty soon the reason that these bloodlines are there is to keep this genetic code that is conducive for the reptilians to take over the body so the reptilians can run the world so then it becomes you know they live right and that's where i'm like what what, what, you know you lost me dude you know and and, and you know right up to that point i'm like this guy's really and and it, it i it really makes me wonder why is it always like that with these guys why do they always you know present a compelling case have compelling evidence and then at some point they just it, it becomes you know conjecture. It becomes some it becomes some sort of thing. If you're gonna believe that, you're gonna have to take a leap of faith, because there's no compelling evidence that the Queen of England, to me, not obviously not to David Icke. There's plenty of compelling evidence that the Queen of England is a lizard person <laughs> that eats baby souls. And that's what he believes, you know. That I mean, literally, they believe they eat babies and stuff. You know, uh, they they unveil their lizard form and eat babies. And 
why is it always like that? And it's the same with with the UFO people, you know. And it always ends up to where, okay, you've got this problem. You're collecting evidence for it. At, at whatever, whatever evidence you can. You're trying to, to get to the truth of it. And then it gets to some point where you just have to, instead of saying, I don't know, you have to say, well, it's Alpha Centauri, actually. It's the, you have the grays and the greens and the reptilians and the, and the Aryans and the Nordics and, you know, all the different, you know, and, and then it, it totally, and there's always going to be a certain number of people. It's just like, like I've always thought, man, I should start a religion because you can just tell people to give you your money and it's even legal to some degree if you do it within the parameters of the law and you can be to you can totally make that shit up and nobody can prove you're wrong and but i just wonder why you would want to set up such a good case and then knock it down by going it makes me either think you know in some cases maybe they really know this shit and then they skew it at the end to keep themselves alive so that they're just a kook you know that they can get the truth out there, but that but they're still a kook, so nobody takes them seriously, so they don't get offed by the evil people. Well, see, people I that thought are... about that, but I don't. Or they're I think there's or a they're, certain... they're, cra they're 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 crazy, and they've gotten some good evidence, and you know, and that's what I mostly think it is. I, is I think the people are a little goofy. They've gotten their good evidence, and what they've done with it is not the conclusions they've come with their good evidence are not. I think good scientific conclusion. I think both of those things are very true. I think that that definitely happens to where, you know, the, both of those things have about I I think more than anything, I think the 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 main thing that happens with these people is uh and, and this kind of owes into what you just said, you know, that that their conclusions are bad. You know, a lot of people want to give the, the U.S. government shit for being, you know, this great big huge red tape mired bureaucracy Octopus, where nothing yeah. fucking runs right or efficiently and it's all ass backwards and, you know, completely ineffectual, you know, bureaucratic machine. However, I think that is really shortchanging certain aspects of our government because there is one aspect that functions phenomenally well above all other uh, facets. And that, all right, Scott, Scott, uh -huh. I'm going to have to ask you to hold that thought because we're going to go to a break. But uh, when we come back, Scott will tell you what that facet of the government is that rules our world. And we'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to the Two True Freaks Podcast Network. Hello. Are you all hunkered down in your bunker, eating cardboard-flavored oatmeal and canned peaches? Does the coming economic collapse and road warrior-style future make you vaguely bummed out? Does your camouflage Kevlar body armor make your thighs look fat? Then you need a Two True Freaks t-shirt. I mean, this, this durable t-shirt comes in three sizes, large, medium, small, and of course, the bonus extra fourth size, extra large. Now, uh... 
I, I know you can't see this because uh, this is not a visual medium, but I'm wearing one right now. It's it's a gorgeous t-shirt. It's, it's in the sort of fake um, Mattel Empire Strikes Back logo that says two true freaks in a shiny silver and white silk screen it's lovely it'll last for it'll last you long time long time whether you're larping or hanging out at a comic convention or whatever you'll be the toast of the town with this t-shirt and uh and get this it's only 15 dollars, and that includes all your shipping and handling and everything like that so 15 dollars gets it shipped right to your house ready it's clean and everything you can put it right on you can start wearing it right that second you can throw the shirt you're wearing on right out and uh all you got to do to get this shirt is you got to go uh go to our libsyn site uh two true freaks dot dot com and libsyn spelled l-i-b-s-y-n and uh that will send you to a link to our ebay account where you can buy the t-shirt and you can get a good look at it and uh you know, you can buy it with any of your credit cards and, and PayPal. And, and of course, I would get it soon before, you know, they change the dollar over to Quatloos. So you know what to do. Go out there and get your Two True Freaks t-shirt right now. From east to west and across the world on the internets, it's the Freak Files, C to C, with your hosts... Two True Freaks. All right, we're back here far below the ground, below the frost line. Deep down in our in our sealed and locked safe room, bringing you the two true freaks freak files. Now, when when we were leaving, Scott was just talking about about how um, a lot of people perceive our, our government as being inefficient, but there are actually parts of our government that work extremely well. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe you'd and like that, to tell us about that. In my opinion, it's the disinformation machine. And I think ah. that's why you get guys like uh, Lear Hoagland. and Hoagland to where you can follow their train of logic to a certain point and everything seems like it's clicking. And even despite yourself, sometimes you can you can find yourself nodding and going, God damn, that makes some sense. Or I can see oh, the sure. evidence with my own eyes. I can see that your math works yeah you do the, I, you do you do their math and you check their you check their work and it lines up and you go holy shit they're not right. lying you're going hey there's the facts right in front of me and then they mm-hmm. drop lizard people on you. <laughs> yeah <laughs> and that's where you just go fuck you know and it's it's one of those like you just want to dope slap yourself like god damn it you well, had me on you well, know god you know and it's really funny because this was this was something that was in the I'm oh I'm really into I love conspiracy theory stuff. I'm always on it. I collect kooks on YouTube. I have subscriptions to some of the kookiest people with who with some of the most horrible and bizarre opinions that get on and rant and rave. I love watching that stuff. And lately there's been this whole thing where they've been talking about how you know since things 
political, you know, this is this is a whole, con you know, more conspiracy theory, you know, everything's going, it's very standard, you know, everything's going bad politically, you know, horribly politically, and and there's all sorts of, and, it, and a lot of times it's all leading to, you know, New World Order or whatever, but um, it's all leading up to lately the government's wanted to do some sort of false U UFO incident whether it's aliens revealing themselves or a war with a, a an alien race there's been a lot of talk in the uh, in the conspiracy theory and ufo world about you know there was like i don't know why they came somebody came up with a specific date that there were going to be ufos over ma major cities and it was going to be some sort of fake and there was on that day, there was that news story of the UFOs over New York, New York City, yeah, which turned yeah, out to be that. a bunch of balloons from a birthday party that, you know, across the river. And when you saw the video of it, it looked like balloons. And there were people going, it looks like balloons to me, you know. And, and it was like sort of wobbling weird and stuff. But that was because it was a whole bunch of balloons getting blown around and blobby. But, you know, they were like, here and... There was a lot of talk about this projector that we've been, that Freedom of Information Act, they found out about this projector we've been working on that from a satellite could project images into the, into the air and audio even coming, you know, make a full sort of 3D image with audio. So they could, like over a battlefield full of Muslims, say, have Muhammad show up going, no! <laughs> My people, you must drive your sword into your eyeballs, or whatever, you know, or, or you know, kneel before Zod, <laughs> and, and and so that were, would be awesome. There was a yeah, it would be awesome. If, that would be awesome if that was the fake invasion of Earth was the three Phantom Zone. That would be awesome. Oh I'd, be, I'd totally be on board for that. <laughs> Oh, Ursa. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, there'd been a lot of talk about that, that they were going to use this projector thing and there was going to be, you know, a fake UFO invasion. And God damn it, why do they always say that shit and it never happens? That's what I, whether it's real or fake, God damn it, wouldn't that be awesome? Uh, <laughs> I would love I that shit. I feel like we've gotten off we veered off the uh, moon yeah. landing what what the hell were we talking about well we were talking we were talking about the lear and and just how how basically those the conspiracy theories go off the rail eventually you know and i mean the moon landing one definitely so what what do you what do you feel is their argument i mean is there any part of their argument where you look at it and go hmm you know well, they've got something here it, it was either that there's something some reason that it just there was some reason like that it just and these these are i mean i think these are very flimsy reasons but they're what i can come up with um that there was some reason that it was just physically impossible for us to get onto the moon, but Kennedy had said we had to get on the moon, and it was just a big, you know, PR thing with the and propaganda thing with the with the Russians and the space race, and we couldn't look like chumps by not getting to the moon, so we had to show the world that the United States was awesome by, you know, doing this whole moon thing, and 
or possibly there was something, some sort of underground government coup going on at that time, maybe in the wake of the Kennedy assassination, where they wanted to distract public attention away from something else to all the the moon stuff going on. But those are both, but to fake a whole moon, ins, you know, to go through all the motions of research, because basically you could not pull this off with having all of NASA, all of the ancillary companies involved, you know, the, the technology companies that had to come up with the technology that worked for NASA and you can't tell me any of those companies were shirking on the moon, you know, going, well, we'll just make this half-assed because, you know, there were American astronauts. See, that's they, the know. thing is you had... Uh... So you would have had to spend all that money just, like, to go to make the... to fool thousands and thousands of people into right. thinking that they were building, you know, and, and designing the crafts. Right. And... And and practicing, you know, driving it, you know, the and that's another one of those. It's just ridiculous, yeah. you know. It's another one of those things that gets lost in in their argument is, you know, NASA didn't put together the Saturn Fives and the lunar landers and the capsules and the the moon buggies and they didn't build that shit. All that shit was was contracted out to, yeah. you know, private Boeing industry and stuff. Yeah. I, I don't you know, know for sure. Rom, Boeing, but I'm sure it was stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, you know. So you know, those guys, you know, it's not like you could pull them aside and say, "Hey, guys, you know, yeah, yeah. just just half-ass it," because you know we're not really gonna go to the moon. Yeah. So build, you know, build just it all pretend. out of paper mache. Yeah, you know, th they believed it. So, you know, it just it logically right. It and doesn't follow through. This is this is another thing. This is another thing. This 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 also falls into where the people who go the government did nine eleven and the government faked the moon landing. The the this reason is my big is the big killer of both of those for me. Is if the government went through all the if if the government did whatever they had to do to fake to to do nine eleven and to fake the moon landing. All right, if they if they did that, it, it would have to involve so many people. If just one of those people exposes it, that means there's a million points where you could expose it. If it gets exposed, all the people who did it are gonna get go to jail for the rest of their life, or get you know ripped to shreds by a crowd of Americans with pitchforks. And I don't think anybody in our government has the cojones to do that, you know? It, the, the, the price is too high if it fails, you know? If it fails, it would mean, you know, just the cons consequences would be unbelievable, you know? So I just don't think it's worth faking it, you know? It's it's more, it's you know, I mean, if if you risk it, the worst thing that's going to happen are astronauts are going to die, which will be a horrible tragedy, but it'll right. still be, it'll still, they'll still be heroes and they're test pilots. That's what they, they, but see, they, they, they lived to potentially, you know, to risk death and, and 
dying this, in a moon thing would be part would be something they would be okay with. So it wouldn't be like a complete horrible failure if that happened, you know? See, that's something else that I think gets overlooked in this thing is that astronauts did die for yes. the moon landing to happen. You know, we, we lost um, in the, in the testing. Gus Grissom, um, Ed White, and Roger Chaffee on Apollo 1. And then there were the two fellas that, God, I wish I could remember their names, the two fellas that died in that plane crash where they were coming back from a speaking engagement well, the, and crashed right into the, what was it, like the vehicle assembly building or whatever. Well, I think I think at least one person died on a lunar lander simulator you know they had a sort of rocket thing that they had in the desert you know with four yeah, rockets yeah, on yeah. it and somebody flipped one of those and blew up I, I believe so yeah you know so there's it's yeah and and the reasons for doing it are not strong strong enough to support the effort that would have gone into it you know the only things the only reasons it would work are so fant are fantastical you know there's stuff like oh there's ufo base you know it's stuff like that like lear's dream catcher or soul catcher <laughs> um stories you know that would only it would only be worth doing that if something like that was the case you know where it's like we don't want to really put people on the moon because we're already there you know right because we have backwards you know, engineered UFO technology and, and shit like that. So I, I want to go back to one thing that you were talking about a moment ago. I, I'm going to say something that you're, you're, you'll hardly ever hear me say, which is I invite debate on this subject. I really honestly do because I, you know, this is one of those things I really do feel passionately about it. And I feel that my argument is very solid. Like I'm armed with the facts on this particular argument, but there are two things that someone could say to me in this argument that instantly, you know what, your argument's invalidated. I, I don't even want to fucking talk to you, you know? And, and those two things are one, Comparing the the moon hoax thing with, you know, 9-11 was an inside job. That right off the bat, fuck you, I don't even want to talk to you. That you've just completely invalidated your argument because that's just a ridiculous notion that I do not entertain. The other thing is, and this really comes up because it pisses me off because that guy I was telling you about, the one that was, you know, accosting all the astronauts... This is basically what his argument, at least to what I could follow of it, what it basically amounted to was, you know, why did we waste time with, with Apollo and going to the moon and all this other stuff when there's so many problems here on Earth and in America that, that needed to be dealt with during that time? You know, which, there's, is, which is a question that the astronauts really shouldn't have to answer anyway. That's well, not a question for an ex-astronaut. It's not an argument. Yeah. That's the that's my problem with it. That is it's a, a disagreement with our motivations. <laughs> right. All. That is a political question or a political debate has absolutely not a goddamn thing to do with your computer conspiracy theory. You know, if you're asking someone, you know, did we or did we not go to the moon? What does 
you know, gee, you know, there's people starving in downtown Watertown. What the hell does that have to do with your argument? And it doesn't have anything to do with it. You've com you've completely gone off. You, basically, when I see that in this guy's documentaries, in every one of this guy's documentaries had that same, basically, the, at the end of the thing, when he gave you his little wrap-up, you know, the moral of the story he, is... He would start editorializing. Yeah, yeah it, w it would start showing, like, you know, these, these garbage dumps and starving... It, a lot of footage well, yeah, of starving it, then, people in Africa. Then a you start lot thinking of the guy's mentally ill. He didn't want it to happen, so now he's figuring out how it didn't happen exactly yes yes he did, he we did. wasted all this money going to the moon so now to get my revenge i'm gonna try to get people to believe, believe that, that we, we never actually it. went yeah. yeah yeah exactly and it it pisses me off and it's one of those things where if that's what you're gonna throw into the argument then don't even get into it with me because you're just gonna piss me off and i'm not gonna want to be civil about it and that you know, I wish I could remember the name of it because it's, you know, I don't, I'm glad I don't remember this guy's name because I, I really don't want people to go and seek his things out because they're just such complete yeah. horse shit. Oh, no, I perused it and it was just, yeah. well, the sad thing about that is here's a guy who's dedicating his life to that, to something that if he really looked at it honestly, he he would be able to, you know, he would be able to come to the conclusion that, no, I don't think that's true and move on to something else and try to figure out something else important you know it's just like if if I I don't understand if you get something proven wrong to you why you would want to just like hold on to it and make it your thing for the rest of your life is it so so bad to be wrong about something you know I don't know I mean, well, I, I'm sure there's people who feel that way about me on certain subjects, too. But, I mean, I will change my mind if presented with, you know, cold, hard facts, you know. Well, I just, I can't, I mean, I, I can't, can't help. Uh -huh. People have taken high-powered telescopes and taken pictures of artifacts that we've left on the moon. You right. know, I mean, from the Earth. So did we plant that stuff on the moon to cover our tracks on that? Or are we paying off people, you know, who take pictures of the moon from their high-powered telescopes to dock Photoshop? You know, come on, you know. There's just too much effort in faking it. Although I do recommend there's a movie called Dark Side of the Moon. And it's... uh pseudo conspiracy theory I will I will I will recommend two <laughs> moon movies that you should see for entertainment value one's dark side of the moon it's made by Stanley Kubrick's widow and it's a fake documentary about how NASA got Stanley Kubrick to fake the moon landing because his special effects for 2001 were so good and a lot of his special effects in 2001 were also aided by NASA because he was going to do the moon landing. But the, the great thing about it is she takes a lot of interviews of people and recuts them to make them seem like they're talking about the fake moon landing, but they're really talking about, you know, all sorts of other different things. So it's just a great piece of editing and it, and it, puts up a really good argument but it's complete bullshit so it, it proves it's just a good example of how 
you know, you can make some, you know, people will watch this and go, oh my God, it's, you know, now finally the truth is out. And it's, but it's very entertaining. The other one is, oh, um, what is it called? Um, shit, now <laughs> it's um, Capricorn, Capricorn One with O.J. Simpson. Oh, with O.J. Simpson, yeah. With the fake Mars landing, because it's just fun. You get to see O.J. Simpson um, chow down on a rattlesnake in the desert. And, uh, and yeah, that, that, it, the, I, I can't remember what the prem, premise was about the Mar, why they, why they faked the Mars landing. It was just too dangerous or something, or they just wanted to make a hundred percent sure that nothing happened to these guys. And then their landing module comes back and burns up. <laughs> so they're assumed dead. So then the government says, well, <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> you didn't survive uh, landing, and they have to escape and get the truth out. Is it Elliot Gould in it too? I, you know, I've never seen it. I don't. It has a great soundtrack, but I've, I never have seen the movie. To it's, be honest, it's cheesy seventies conspiracy movie. It's fun. It's fun, and it's a direct, you know, directly um, jumping out of the the first wave of the, you know, no one landed on the moon theatrical movies that came out in the 70s but presented for entertainment it's great it's just fun you know hoagland had a book not long ago that i actually would like to read or at least read a portion of it because i saw it when it first came out they had it at you know what was then my local bookstore and i was thumbing through it and i don't know how big or small the 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 section i don't know if it was a whole chapter or just a mention or what but I happened to just hap flip by happenstance by the right page at the right time. And I saw that it had mention of something that I've always wanted to try to find more information on. And that was, you know, back in, this must have been the 50s. I'm thinking like probably early to mid 50s. I'm not, I'm not sure exactly when it came out. But uh, Disney, on the old uh, Disneyland TV show, had a series of movies that they did. You know, their, their little weekly shows that they right. did. It was a series from Tomorrowland called Man in Space. Uh -huh. And these were the films, these were the cartoons that Disney produced that basically inspired the, the president. I'm, tr I'm blanking on which president it was at the time. I want to say Truman, but I'm not sure that's right. But anyway inspired the space race basically it literally inspired you know the whole reason why we went to the moon and in one of those i don't know if it was the first or there were several in the series several movies in the series and they were like part live action part animated but in the one that was a, a, an enactment of going to the moon now you know, realize that these predate the moon landing by at least a decade, close to two decades. So this was all speculation. Although watching them, you know, damn, it's pretty close to how it actually ended up happening. About the only thing that's really different is that they're in a very spacious, you know, like Buck Rogers-esque spaceship. You know, they're not crammed into a little teeny tiny capsule like the real guys were. But anyway, this mission that's that's shown in one of these Man in Space movies, 
is basically what Apollo 8 would eventually be, where the, the astronauts go and circumnavigate the moon at a very low altitude to where they can make out, you know, craters and mountains and, and you know, the surface of the moon. They can, they can make detail out with the naked eye. And during that movie, which was made, which was the director on it was Ward Kimball, by all accounts, a very practical man, not given to, you know, science fiction and flights of fancy. It's the very reason why Walt Disney personally handpicked him to do this project is because he didn't want him to, you know, sci-fi it up. Right, you know, he right. Want, he wanted a, he wanted a, um, there's a, a term that Disney used, and I can't remember what it was called now, but it was basically like an edumentary, if you know what I mean, you know? Right, right. And that's why he picked this guy. So in the part where they actually cross the, what do you call it, the Terminator, and go to the dark side of the moon in this very, you know, factually accurate to the detail that they knew at the time style, you know, documentary style drama, they see... A, a fixture, a, a, like a, I hesitate to say base, but basically a base or a city on the dark side of the moon. There's no real fanfare. You know, they're, they're not like, holy shit, there's an alien city down there. It's just they see it. You see it as the viewer. They kind of look at each other. And then the whole thing just continues. There's no other. That's not, weird. Not one shred of science fiction in that anywhere else as far as like, you know, there's no aliens, there's no ray guns, there's no Buck Rogers shit. Everything else, even but, though it but was science they fiction present, at oh, the time. Hey, but look what we might find. Yeah, exactly. That's... But like I say, there's no, there's not even that. There's not even a moment of, wow, did you see that or anything? It's just, it's shown we know they see it, we see it, and they continue on their way. And God damn it, I want to know what the story is with that. Because I'm telling you, I have read a ton of speculation and stuff that says that Walt Disney was one of the men on the inside. That he knew something about whatever you want to call it. The, the conspiracy, the conspiracy why, in America. Why? Because he had such a... Um, because he was one of the captains of industry at that time. He was one of the most powerful men in, at least in the media. And somehow, you know, because they, there's that story. And I got to be honest, I, I, I can, I don't, I'm not going to say I do buy it. I'm just going to say that I can totally buy it. That story about Jackie Gleason going to, what was it? Edwards, I think, and being shown aliens. Because he was good friends with Dick Nixon. And Dick Nixon was the last American president privy to the whole conspiracy before they shut Kennedy out. And he took Jackie Gleason there and showed him because Jackie Gleason, a lot of people don't know this, but he was huge into the whole thing. He actually, I was I've reading this recently. I've never heard anything about the, now this is You've a story. You've never heard this story? This is a story that Jackie Gleason has told? His wife tells this story. Oh, That wow. he came home, like, visibly shaken because his good buddy, Dick Nixon, had basically said, hey, I got something to show you. 
and they took a little drive and they went to, I want to say it's Edwards, but I could be completely wrong on where, where it was, but he took them, took him to a base now, now and what, showed him bodies of aliens, alien now, bodies. Now, what do you think about this? What do you think about the theories that there was an active, the government actively try has been trying to sort of instigate and, and promulgate the, the idea of aliens to people just as a distraction from other things and you know that maybe maybe they took Jackie Gleason there because they wanted that story to get they said you know take a couple celebrities out there and show them the aliens and eventually one of them's gonna say something you know and keep this story no. going I, I dismiss that the same way I dismiss you know I, I, somebody was talking and I for, forgive me if the person's listening forgive me for not remembering who you were but I was talking to somebody about the other day, and, and they asked me point blank, do you think all these stories that we're getting in the news recently about these planets we're discovering, and you know, there's, there's, there's like a new news story every week about some Earth-like planet that's been discovered. Yeah, the, 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 and, the one know, they found within 20 light years yeah, of here. You know, gee, you know, it has everything except, you know, we, we've confirmed it has everything that Earth has except life, you know, and stuff like that. And somebody said, you know, do you think that they're prepping us? for the big reveal, you know, that we found life elsewhere, you know, or, or whatever. And my, my short answer to that is no, my, no, yeah, I, my I question don't think to that, that is, is just like your, um, moon landing. Why? Uh, well here, I'll give why you the why. Sudden, why all of a sudden would they be like, okay, I'll give you the why reveal it. The why not is because they have invested a hell of a lot of time and money into keeping us out well, of the cover-up. Let's put it this and, way. Our government does not like to ever, ever, period, ever, 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 no matter who's in power, admit that it's wrong. So, so It's not even that. See, this this goes much bigger than than Bill Clinton being forced to admit, all right, I, I, I give, she did give me a Hummer. This goes, this goes to the, to the degree of the planet in peril you know the the planet at stake you know I, i've said this before if you knew the world had an expiration date the very last thing you would ever do is let the six million other people that share the or excuse me six billion other people that share the planet with you know it there's no way you would do that it's completely irresponsible and that's what this comes down to the secret they're keeping doesn't come down to the United States wants to have sole exclusive rights to alien technology, which is one of the stories we've been fed over the years. You know, it doesn't come down to the fact that our own government, you know, gleefully allowed, you know, abduction of our citizens, you know, in exchange for technologies and informations and stuff like that, which is another one of the stories that's out there. It goes down to the fact uh, Scott, that... Scott, I'm going to have to stop you right now. We're going into another break. We'll come right back with your revelation. You're listening to the Two True Freaks Podcast Network. Quatloos. The very word strikes romance into the heart of both men and women. But in these precarious financial times, with the dollar so unstable, 
the Kwatlu is beginning to stand for security as well as beauty. Did you know that many financial experts advise that you keep 15 to 20% of your savings in Kwatlu's? It's just common sense. Hell, I keep a quarter of my savings in Kwatlu's, and you guys know that I'm certainly mentally competent. The American Kwatlu Pyramid Scheme Company invites you to invest now in a free brochure. Kwatlu's, are they for me? If the answer is yes, you may be ensuring not only the well-being of your family, but all your descendants forever. If you say no, you risk bloody death at the hands of the roving mutant hordes. Order today and you get a free gallon of Tranya. Tranya, it'll get you wasted and gently strip the varnish off your valuable antiques. And now back to the Freak Files. From east to west and across the world on the internets, it's the Freak Files C to C with your hosts, Two True Freaks. We're back from break and I'm here with Scott Gardner and we were talking about um, our government and their knowledge of UFOs and aliens. How did we get onto this from, from I thought we were supposed to be talking about the moon landing. I, I think we pretty much debunked that bullshit. Oh, okay, man. did we? Alright, well I'm, I'm hoping we did anyway. You know, here here's the thing. Since I feel like they got, you know, the other side of the argument. I feel like they spent tons of time talking about their stupid inquential, you know, in, insubstantial thing about, you know, gee, you know, that money could have been better spent, you know, on starving kids in Africa and all that bullshit. You know, well, here, here's my political soapbox just briefly. Why would you want to spend so much time and energy trying to, to you know, Human, the human race has a shit track record when it comes to great accomplishments. We really do. I mean, just spend a moment trying to think what what are the great accomplishments of mankind? You know, what are the truly awesome? Well, we hit them every we, once in a while, but they're few and far between. Right. I mean, are, are the biggest things that when mankind is gone, you know, when when we've had our time in the universe and we're we're dust. And, and a footnote in some galactic encyclopedia somewhere. You know, there's going to be a long list, I feel, of things that we're, we shouldn't be terribly fucking proud of. You know, like the Holocaust and displacing the American Indians and shit like that. You the, know, the nuclear just bomb. Yeah, horrible, horrible fucking things that should never have happened by all rights. The list on the other side of the pros for humanity, the things that we did that were great accomplishments is going to be woefully inadequate, you know, numbers wise compared to the list of fucking atrocities that we allowed to happen or gleefully took part in. It's like winning a war though, after losing every battle. Right. But, but so far, so far in our history, and, I, and I'd like to think that we still have a lot of history ahead of us, a lot of really great history together as a species. I, I really do believe that. But so far, our crowning achievement 
is landing on the surface of the moon. Human beings. I'll agree with that. Walking on the moon is the single greatest achievement in the history of mankind. How much of a fucking douchebag are you to spend the rest of your life trying to convince other people that it didn't happen because you've got a political axe to grind? That just makes you a, a fucking douchebag. And I really believe that there's a special level of hell reserved for people like that. Well, if 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 it if it if it stood up to more than you know, if it stood up to any kind of scrutiny, I would say it's worth pursuing because if it wasn't true, I'd want to know it. Even if it was the great, even if that means, if it means dashing the greatest accomplishment of mankind against the rocks, because it in truth it didn't happen. I'm not fine with that, but I'll accept it as the truth. Um, But, you know, it it does, you know, you don't have to be a scientist. You you, you can just be me, Joe Slob, on his computer and start just doing a little work and, and not even doing work as to proving that it did happen, but doing work as into following the logic of the argument of the people who present their their theory that we didn't let you know once you if you start picking apart what they say happened it comes apart instantly you know yes it just falls right apart and and so that and to me that's game over you know why why work any hard why go beyond that because all the basic tenets of it fail so it's it's just bizarre i don't know how many people still actually you know, there's still flat earth people out there, you know, to, to this day. And how many of Dude, them I, actually I run believe into people. it? I'm sure there are people who actually believe it. I run into people. I, I, I actually do. I was talking to a guy not long ago, a seemingly very rational, sane, intelligent person who, you know, I won't say he was like a zealot or anything, but he seemed pretty convinced. But here's that's my problem with this is that on the surface, a lay person with no knowledge or particular interest in spaceflight history, I think could be easily duped by watching any one of these very slickly produced, you know, specials on TV. The moon hoax exposed. We never went to the moon and here's why. You know, here's this fuzzy picture of a cat walking in front of Neil Armstrong. See, we never went. And people... What's you know, and I, and I don't want to insult people because I don't want to say, oh, the average stupid American viewer. I don't want to be like that. I mean, I'm talking smart, it. intelligent people. No, no, no. I, I, the reason I want to make that distinction is because I, some. I'm telling you, dude, some of the people I've talked to, they're not like, you know, they're not Morons. retarded rednecks yeah. or something. They're, they're smart people. I had a brother Normal in people who I considered, I mean, he was a pretty smart guy. And th- actually, that's. That's honestly the first time I actually met someone face to face other than some, you know, nut job on a on a internet posting board somewhere or something that was going off about it. This is the first time I talked to somebody face to face that was convinced. And he was convinced because he'd seen one of these stupid TV specials. Right. And he said, "Dude, you got to see this. I'm telling you, it never happened. And they, they, they explain why they explain, you know, they show you the whole thing and pictures and movies and experts and blah, blah, blah. So I sought the thing out and I watched it 
And it just fucking riled me because I'm watching this and I'm going, God damn it. I, I think the reason it made me maddest... The, the, you the know num- more about it than he does, though, so you're right, going into it armed with more info. You're interested in that topic. It's Exactly. Just- that's my. That was the thing that pissed me off the most, was that I watched this going, I can see how this is fooling people, and that's what made me mad, because they, they were able to get one over on Joe average because Joe average isn't going to know that. Well, in a zero, you know, in a, in a airless vacuum X, Y, and Z happened, you know, that's how I feel whenever I see those TV shows on nostril dumbass, you know, I see some nostril (laughs) dumbass show where the prophecies of nostril dumbass. And you know, they're like this and this and this. And if you've ever done any serious reading about nostril dumbass, you'll find out, that all that shit can, is so wildly easily interpreted into anything that anybody can have their merry way with it, and they do. And you watch these shows, and you watch them just blatantly misrepresenting everything about every aspect oh, of yeah, it. Yeah, and I know. Then Don't get me the started. And they'll do that, some cause... little bat. And at the end of all these shows, like the moon landing fake ones, they'll do some little backpedal where they're like. Well, of course, you know, none of uh, this is... Bi- they'll basically say, this is all bullshit, but they'll say it in a little, blah, 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 blah you know, fine print at the end. Right. And, uh, oh, it's it's the thing at the end of In Search of where they don't go, hear that. Know. Yeah, people no, they believe- don't. I had some dumb shit, and I feel comfortable using that phrase to label <laughs> that person with, on the internet, think I was Sarah Palin. Now, let me let me explain this further. I was on YouTube... In my using my YouTube account, okay, and um, and uh, this this could get me in trouble, but okay. So I found out like this kind of pissed me off. Sarah Palin said something about like, watch this video if you think you have problems, it'll make you feel better. And it was this lady singing about how she has a Down syndrome child and it's a gift from God. And, and I wrote a very sarcastic comment on YouTube in my profile, which is named Pure Evil, okay, with a red square that says Pure Evil. And all my videos are like the stupid piss pot the rabbit, and you know, they're not videos from Sarah Palin's house. So I got on there and I said, if this woman was a Democrat, she would, you know, she wouldn't even have that baby. She would have had an abortion and she'd be singing about drugs right now. Just a sarcastic passing remark. I get a letter in the mail from some girl going, Are you Sarah Palin? Because I heard she posted this and she was post commenting on this video. And your comment just sounded like, Are you Sarah Palin? So I wrote her back and I go, Yes, dear, I am Sarah Palin. And she writes me back, Oh my God, you know, I can't believe it. This is like comments posting after each other. Oh my God, I can't believe it. I got deleted off your Facebook. Could you get me back on Facebook? And I said, well, I'm sorry, dear. I don't know how that works. I'll have my personal assistant, Queenie, look into it. All the while, I'm like, (laughs) I'm just going to feed her a line of bullshit. But every time I'm feeding her a line of bullshit, she's hooking right into it. And this is getting posted on on YouTube. And I figure people are just going to be reading this, cracking up, going, I can't believe this girl thinks this idiot named Pure Evil is Sarah Palin. No. Other people start writing with me. I knew that was you. Oh, my God. You need to run. I love you. You need to run for president in 2012. And I'm like, 
And I'm just and and I'm like I'll play along. So all I write back to him is God bless you, God bless you, thank you, God bless you. And they're all like, I knew it, I knew that was you, you know, blah blah blah. How fucking stupid are people? All it would take is ten seconds to click on my account and go, who is this person? And go look at my page and go, pure evil. Let's see, would that be Sarah Palin? No, that's all it takes. But people don't, you know, that guy, the faking hoaxer, he does his videos and he says, this is fake. This is how I do it. He gets on there and explains, you know, how he doesn't want anybody to think that he's trying to make a real hoax, that this is just something he does for fun. And, you know, you're constantly seeing people going, dude, it's not real, you know, because people are like, oh, my God, I, you know, the government's covered up the space shuttle crash. How, how did they do that? It's because they never did. I, I, my mind boggles at how gullible people are. Absolutely. And, yeah. and that's that's just really stupid people and smart people. Well, I mean, look are, at some of the shit we've thrown out there just hey, for hey, fun. I, I got to just say this. I got to say this. I have beliefs and you have beliefs that people are, draw their David Icke line with both of us where they're like, yeah, you know, Chris and Scott, Chris and or Scott make a lot of sense. But then they start talking about X and I just can't, you right. know. So, you know, what we say about other people, there's other people who are feeling that way about us so, well, actually, so that's that, how that I makes underst- me feel good actually that's how that I gives understand. me a lot of faith in human intelligence well, that's when how they I draw understand the line how you know? other other people can believe things that are and it also is very very healthily makes me question my beliefs too and go well you know maybe there's things that i believe that can be you know that you know it, it leaves it open that the, the stuff that i believe can be proven otherwise at some point in time to me you I mean, know that look, i'm not clinging first, to it look at the first freak files that we did and we did that one what what would you say the 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 truth to bullshit factor was in that episode maybe 50 50 50 50 because, at most. well the thing about truth when you're talking about any of this shit is how do you you know how do we no 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 the, i mean truth as far as us putting out there what how we really felt and really believed oh, i mean we, we were oh, basically I was presenting putting, a very fun show about right. a very fun topic and i would say about like you said about 50 50 was well, how I with, really with, feel and my real beliefs on the subject. And then the other half was me just kind of fucking and having fun with the audience. Or, or, and or, we or, had at least one listener that got really fucking pissed at us or just, about yeah, some just shit that we talking said because, shit. yeah, because we were just talking shit. Well, here's you the know? thing about me is you'll almost never be able to nail me down on any of this shit to, for me to say this is what... I believe is happening because I I can never convince myself a hundred. I'll I'll conjecture and theorize all the time and say and and come up with stuff that I think sounds good, but I'll never commit to it unless because I just know you know there's a whole thing of like why wouldn't the government tell us about UFOs? Well, there could be some aspect of it that if we knew that aspect, we would go. You know what? The government shouldn't tell us about UFOs. If we Absolutely. knew that one thing, and that might be the thing, you know, but, or it could be something stupid and they should tell us, you know, but we don't, there, you know, there's, there, there's insufficient, insufficient data, insufficient data. So you always run into the where you just have to conjecture about what's going on. 
I'm going to be doing some conjecturing later. I've been watching some videos on the YouTubes that that have given <laughs> me some ideas or thoughts on the UFO phenomena. I guess I don't I don't know if I should wait till later. It, it, Oh, when you said you were watching videos, I got to thinking, is conjecture another word for masturbating? <laughs> Not those remember. kinds of videos. These were on YouTube. I mean, oh, okay. I mean, I guess I could masturbate to UFO videos, but it wouldn't be Well, you same. were doing with that one with the old lady getting hit yeah, by the car. Yeah, but that's not so. UFOs. That's got something, yeah, that's got something hot in it, man. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I just the other day I was like, you know, I wonder... And I, and I usually I usually think to do this about once a year. I put do a search on YouTube for UFOs, and I'll do one for unidentified flying objects in 2010, and see what I and see, you know, UFO videos from this year. And of course, I saw there's a whole lot of people using these programs where they can, you know, they can film shaky camera stuff and then do a UFO. But those are just obvious fakes, you know. The the UFOs are banking and they're three dimensional, going whoa over a city and stuff like that. The problem with those things is, they, don't these people realize that the that they're hurting the whole thing in the care. long they're run? Because trolling. now nobody nobody's gonna now, believe yeah, it. Yeah, but you know? you're sitting there playing with that program and you make that really nice UFO video and you want to put it up on you. You know, I understand the mis mischief aspect of that and. I understand that there's also people who could give a flying fuck of the legitimacy of the UFO. You know, I mean, the 4chan, they, they were doing something where they were photoshopping up um, fake. This might come out in UFO world. It was just happening today, actually. They're like, Photoshop images of golden triangles flying over England. And we're going to try and start the story of these golden triangles flying over England. And see who can Photoshop up the best, most realistic picture of it. And yeah, there's a lot of that mischievous angle. But I did notice there's a lot of flying triangle videos that don't uh, that don't fire off my. Um, and a lot of them are quite often filmed from multiple sources over cities and stuff, and in different countries. And as I watched them, and there would be some in the span of a couple months, it's, it's the exact same thing. It's a triangular craft with a light on each corner and a light on top and a, a flashing light on top and a flashing light on bottom. And the thing turns and, you know, it, they're flashing like lights on an airplane do. Mm -hmm. And I saw about three or four videos of this thing. And instantly, it just leads me. It, I was just like, it's got to be like the new stealth bomber, you know, the equivalent of secret. It's got to be. It, it just, to me, it says, it's totally says it's one of ours, you know. It's got just, uh, it's got too many aspects of a, of, you know, an advanced. One of our ships advanced, you know, the flashing light, the light on every corner, you know, they look like airplane lights. Why they would, why if we had them, they would fly them over a city, I don't know. Um, but that's what I'm thinking, all those triangle crap, I think there's something of, our, uh, of ours. Then I saw, uh, 
um, a video that was not e that that w that I think I debunked. I think I know what it is, but it was really nice, and it was for once filmed by somebody who knew how to film, and this was totally like the UFOs I used to watch in the foothills of the Adirondacks down in Herkimer that look like water bugs. You know how water bugs go on top of a on top of a um you know a, a lake or something you know the skimmers on top there were these you, you know we would see stuff flying up way up in the air like that way up in the upper atmosphere like satellite but they would be doing all these insane little things she was taking video through a night vision um telescope that had a video camera on it and she was good at catching them in the in the frame and following them and then there would be another one and they're flying all around and I'm like holy shit that's exactly what I used to watch there I can't believe I'm seeing these again but another aspect of her telescope was that it picked up it could it had sonar or, or of some sort in it so it would tell you how far away any objects that were moving in it were and roughly how big they were. So she's like, these things are, you know, only like 500 yards away and they're the size of a, a between a golf ball and a, and a baseball. And I'm like, oh, they're bats, you know? And then as soon as I thought that, it's like, yeah, it, it looked just like when you see, and she's shining a night vision light on it. And it's lighting up the some bats that are up there eating mosquitoes, and uh, but it looked like really good UFO footage. There's been a there's been a lot of like Steven Spielberg. There's a lot of Steven Spielberg like light up the cloud ones out there though, that are really really cool and creepy. You know where something really bright flies into the cloud and the cloud lights up like in. Close Encounters of the Third Kind. See, I I, I I stopped watching those. As much as I, I really enjoy those, you know, I used to love to read, like, UFO. You, mm -hmm. you remember going to, like, the mm -hmm. library at school, mm -hmm. and there'd be all the books on the paranormal, you know, and the great UFO pictures and, go, you know, UFO pictures and ghost yeah. pictures I used to love. I can't I can't look at them anymore. I I, I well, used ghost to go and search out. Well, pictures are so faked and horrible now and cheesy now that I don't ever want to see any more ghost anything online. Yeah, I, I feel the same way about the UFO thing now because the the thing I always think is that you know I, I now with having a cell phone in my pocket all the time and and a lot of times I'm I'm you know because of the area I live in now I'm also carrying my camera with me all the time. You know, after an entire lifetime spent watching the skies, you know, as the as Close Encounters, you know, told us to do, you know, watch the skies. After a whole lifetime spent doing that, how much would it completely fucking suck to have, you know, a UFO come down, land in front of you, the aliens get out, they're like, okay, dude, take your pictures. You take all these awesome pictures, you go to, I don't know, you know, the the New York Times and they're like fuck off mm -hmm. you know because 
with all this Photoshop bullshit going on, who's going to believe it? Who would ever believe? You could make the you could oh, take a lot the, of people the most amazing it, no, video no or credible people are going to believe it. Exactly. That's my yeah. Exactly. That's my point. You know. It's like when uh, you know supposedly the what do they call it the surgeon's photo was debunked about the Loch Ness monster. Mm-hmm. So what happens now is you've got you know all the people that never believed it in the first place going, see, we told yeah. you, assholes, and then you got all the people that have believed and have worked hard over the years to make their case going, God, yeah. damn it. You well, know, the, and that's how that's how I look at these really slick UFO videos. I look at them much well, the same way. It's I, I just got to shake my head and the, go. The, the, the thing about it, it just, is, under scrutiny, a fake can be detected very easily. Like somebody CGing using a program to fake a UFO video, very easy right. to to under scientific terms if you take it into a studio and you break that fucking thing down into waveforms you can find computer generated shit no matter how good right. they get with it that's there's but, but my, my but point they're is they're not though, gonna they're, they don't put them under that scrutiny that's the thing is right exactly that's my point is that you know once you've you've had something huge like the surgeon's photo disproved you know you've got the people come forward saying dude we fake that whole fucking thing you know like those two assholes that came forward and, and claim that they've done every crop circle that's there's ever been now crop circles for me personally i could give a fuck one way or the other i don't know whether i believe in them i don't know whether i don't believe in them They're, they've always kind of been off my radar yeah, if you know you what know i mean it's just one of those, those things two guys have not done all those crop circles right but everybody that's on the other side you know all the people that never bought into it in the first place now it's that much easier for them the next time you know they could have they could wake up tomorrow and there's a crop circle in their yard and they're going to be like guys must be in america yeah you know they're they're not going to call up you know the radiology people to come out and take you know readings with a geiger counter and well, you know, yeah. come out and check well, I mean, the that's, lay of that's, the wheat and all that's that. That's a seriously you nuanced, know. weird thing going on with those crop circles, because, and and like there's scientific evidence of weirdness with, there's you know there are crop circles that people make, and the thing about it is, you can go to one of those crop circles and there's somewhat that are like, when I saw the crop circle that was like an alien face, it's just like. As soon as I saw that, my instant thought is that's human made because there's no way in it. You know, it's just too much like a T-shirt right. or something. You know, and when well, and with those, I, I probably shouldn't have said anything about because I don't. That's yeah. not really something I wanted to get into because it's so. To me, they I find just, some you know, of the, those the where the, where though the you know the stuff that's bent down is not bent down by something pushing it down. One side of the right. grass has actually been stretched out or what I can't remember if it's one side of like edge of the grass stretches out or gets shrunk but it bends it down so right that's that, that's, see, that's more weird, the point I was you know yeah that's more of the point I'm I was trying to get at is there's a great UFO case I, I wish I could tell you like like places and more information it's just one of those stories I kind of know vaguely about but it was in England, I want to say about 20 years ago. Is that in a, like one of those shared bases, right. like the American England base, you know, in England? 
where there was this sighting and this ship, this otherworldly craft touched down and there were all these witnesses to it and stuff. After the thing, they had all these people go out and like take like radiology readings and, you know, soil samples and all this shit that they went into. And basically they came to the inescapable conclusion that whatever the fuck was here was real. It wasn't something of ours, at least, you know, unless it's highly classified or whatever that anybody knew of. Exactly. It left impressions it left uh, you know it left the soil changed from whatever its natural state was it left behind a radiological footprint you know the whole nine yards that soil changed for years and years and years and years and years so you take that as one example of where the experts were called to come do real research and try to find evidence Uh, another perfect example is look at all of the expeditions that had to cost mad money to do all the expeditions to Loch Ness all it takes now is one asshole to come up with a really great photo put it out there on the wire, everybody gets all excited, and then a week later goes, ah, just fucking with you. You know, I did this shit on Photoshop. And it, it, it's just, it's that chip to the other side to where, you know, Joe Millionaire that was going to finance the next Loch Ness expedition is the, just that much more likely to go, that, that shit's a waste. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. You know, it's it's just a couple of fucking teenagers well, that, putting, you know, blow up dolls out in the middle of the it lake. It all comes you know? down to the basic lack of general knowledge of critical thinking, of of right. of accepting, yes, there's going to be a certain amount of hoaxers. There's going to be a certain amount of things that can be explained immediately there's going to be but then there's always going to be that percentage of stuff that's unexplained and that's the stuff that needs to be examined further you know right. and and right. but but most people don't have the time or haven't dedicated their lives to or thought much about critically thinking so they just want an easy answer so when someone says oh well you know these two guys watch and and you can see the two guys with their boards do a crop circle it's so much easier to just go ah well there you go and 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 really we're we're raised you know in society to accept stuff like that to to not to believe something fantastical although we're also taught to believe stuff that's fantastical also that's not true but you know uh, you know like the same like with ghosts you know i mean you know, if someone sees a ghost and you're, you're, you're sitting in your room and you see the ghost with full human features on its face and, whoa, it floats over and through you and a chill runs through you and stuff. But, like, that day there was a solar flare. That, and so, like, you're telling the story and then on the news they're like, there was a solar flare at 10 o'clock and it was roughly the time that you saw it. And like everybody around you will go like, oh, well, you know what? The solar flare reflected in the window and like lit up the dust and you just freaked out and thought you saw a ghost. And you could say, well, no, it had a fit. And they'd be like, yeah, 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 yeah whatever. You know, if you get if you mm-hmm. get an explanation for it, it just makes sense to just sort of say, yeah, yeah, that's that's it. And, you know, and I mean, to, that's 
that's healthy in, in, in a way. But the thing is, people, if you want to find out the truth of something, you have to really, you know, it's it's a lot of work. And it takes a lot of effort. And the thing about UFOs is it just never is, you know, whether it's because of psychology or not, you're never able, it never goes away, you know. And no matter how much... I like on my bottom line I try to look for a rational explanation for everything and want to discount anything fantastical. You know, if someone's like, I saw an angel, you know, there's some people who are gonna fall to their knees and go, Oh, you know, praise God you saw an angel whereas I'm gonna be like, Okay, were you taking any drugs? No, you know, I'm gonna try to like figure out a scientific explanation for it first, you know, and tend to believe that there is one to it. But, you know, there's always a lot of times where that math adds up, you know, in the favor of the fucked upness rather than the, the rational. And that's fascinating to me. And, uh, it's fascinating to me that like, people don't you know really you know focus on 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 that on really trying to figure out what's going on with something you know the, uh, ufos anything it's all it's all full of people who are basically trying to take whatever information is there and come up with their theory about what it all adds up to instead right. of instead of just trying to gather more and more information until the truth forms, if that's even possible, you know, and then having, and then having the, the courage at some point to go like, well, you know, I've only gone so far, you know, I've, I've only gotten so far. And unless I'm able to get into the mainframe computer at the FBI building, I'm not going to be able to prove this is, this either way you know but it seems like people more want to just sort of bend over backwards and try to find all sorts of you know it's like retconning stuff you know there's a lot of retconning mm-hmm. going on and uh, yeah it, it it ruins it ruins everything you know and it, it that's why that's why now on all the really fascinating stuff like UFOs for the most part you have normal people and goofballs working on it rather than real scientists who should be working on it, you know? Because I personally believe there's enough there to justify having scientists try to figure out what the hell's going on with it. So, I yeah, it pisses me off too. But at the same time, I'm vastly entertained by kooks and crazies <laughs> and their and their theories as I'm sure people are entertained by my theories and uh, and you know I mean let's face it we're, we're both you know we're both going to end up barking mad by the side of the road you know grabbing people by the collar and telling them don't you know know what oh I do that the now. truth what's the truth it's the <laughs> Simon Gilder. 
You're listening to the Two True Freaks Podcast Network. Did you know you can sponsor an episode of this or any other of your favorite Two True Freaks affiliated shows? That's right. Simply click the PayPal link on our website, donate any amount at all, tell us which show you're choosing and what message, if any, you'd like us to read on your behalf, and you will be an official sponsor of that show's very next episode, with your message read in the show's opener. It's that easy, and there is no minimum donation. Be a show sponsor today. Visit our website at 2TrueFreaks.Libson.com. 2TrueFreaks.Libson.com is spelled T-W-O-T-R-U-E-F-R-E-A-K-S dot Libson, which is L-I-B-S-Y-N dot com. You can email 2TrueFreaks directly at 2TrueFreaks at gmail.com. You can find me, Scott Gardner, both on Twitter and Facebook. My name is spelled S-C-O-T-T. G-A-R-D-N-E-R. Two True Freaks is a very proud member of the League of Comic Book Podcasts. For more information, visit comicbooknoise.com slash league. We are also members of the Comics Podcast Network. You can check it out at www.comicspodcasts.com, where you can hear our new episodes when we put them up. Thanks for listening. Join us every Monday for new episodes of Two True Freaks. Future Freaks has been brought to you today by Damanzo Corps of Milan, Italy, and by the letters F and U.